Hello and welcome to another real estate podcast. My name is Andrew Wetzel. I'm a full-time agent with Long & Foster. I'm also a realtor, an associate broker, an ethics instructor, co-chair professional standards at Tri-County Suburban Realtors, and a mediator. I've been moving sellers and buyers since 1996. Thank you as always for taking the time to listen. Today's topic is the Bright Multiple Listing Service September 2022 Delaware County, Pennsylvania Residential Housing Report. Showing time using Bright Multiple Listing Service statistics has released their local market insight report for single-family homes in Delaware County, Pennsylvania through September 2022. If you would like information about this or any other county or any specific municipalities in the Delaware Valley, please contact me or visit my website, andrewwetzel.com. I'm only a phone call, an email, or a text away, and I respond promptly to all inquiries. With the close of September, we're now past the three-quarter point for 2022, and the real estate market continues to be affected by recent economic developments, which has resulted in a substantial increase in the interest rate and the lingering effects of the pandemic, which contributed to an inventory shortage and then pent-up demand for housing. All of this has added uncertainty to what is generally considered a long-term decision. While many of us contend that our present circumstances should not be confused with the housing bubble we experienced some 15 years ago, it's difficult to really assess what's going on as information ebbs and flows. What will sellers and buyers think later when they reflect on these days and how they responded to them? For example, the pandemic caused many sellers to stay off the market dramatically reducing inventory levels. While many buyers delayed taking action, the easing of the pandemic contributed to many jumping into the market, shifting the supply and demand ratios. In many areas, the result was a huge advantage for sellers. Complicating this were several underlying factors. On the supply side, housing starts are down, complicated by supply chain issues driving up lumber and other costs. A general shortage of existing houses as the number of overall households has been increasing and a significant number of investors are buying in bulk. Typically with cash and limited contingencies solely for the purpose of using them as rentals. Those purchases are estimated to consume about 25% of the inventory. There's also been a drop off in foreclosures due to a moratorium. That will be changing, so don't be surprised by what may look like a sharp increase in foreclosures as there is about a two-year supply to manage. Alternatively, on the demand side, millennial buyers entered the market looking to buy. In addition to the supply side issues already mentioned, many of the bulk purchases include properties that generally appeal to first-time buyers. The competition for them and other properties has driven up prices and prevented many new buyers from becoming homeowners. As long as rental income remains strong, these investors will continue to acquire properties. The irony is a catch-22. First, rental income remains strong, meaning high, as many are unable to purchase their own homes, which creates competition for rentals. Second, the elevated rental pricing has prevented many from saving for the down payment they need to obtain financing. I'm not sure there's a way to change this dynamic in the short term. Some are looking for the government to take action, and that concerns me. Interest rates, while still considered historically favorable, 
have risen rapidly in recent months, putting pressure on monthly payments. While interest rates have not historically suppressed pricing, they can influence selling and buying, which affects the supply and demand ratios on local levels. Locally, I'm seeing inventory levels increasing, some of which is attributed to sales falling through due to inspection and financing issues. The auction-type environment has subsided in many areas, resulting in longer times on the market and buyers being better able to work through the buying process. Many sellers and their listing agents remain overly optimistic as evidenced by a number of dramatic price reductions. Many buyers are refusing to continue the panic buying hysteria we've been seeing. It appears that, as with the bubble years, many sellers waited too long to try selling, although, if they are buying, that may have been in their best interest. From a selling perspective, once again, I'd remind people not to try to time the market. As always, your experience may differ depending on your location and how you've been personally impacted. As I always say, the decision to buy or sell real estate is a personal one, and the current environment typifies that as many sellers stay off the market or wait for a better offer. Some buyers are waiting for a bubble to burst as interest rates rise. I recently heard a slogan aimed at buyers that makes a lot of sense. Date the interest rate and marry the house. You can refinance the interest rate if it drops, so what do you do if you find the perfect house for your needs and wants? Will something better come along? Alternatively, buying the wrong house will have financial and other consequences. Will interest rates continue to rise while you think there's a better home waiting for you? Maybe, maybe not. As with all serious decisions, having options can present problems. When do you commit? As always, back to the report. This report compares current year-to-date results to one year ago during the same time period. As with all real estate statistics, two things are true. First, the performance within individual zip codes can and will vary significantly from the overall county. Real estate is local and results can vary from neighborhood to neighborhood, even block to block. There is no such thing as a national real estate market any more than there's a national weather forecast. So whether you may be thinking about selling or buying, please contact me for details about your areas of interest. I can provide current information and keep you informed about the evolving market. Deciding whether it's the right time to sell or buy, again a personal decision, typically involves a number of variables, some of which you can control, some of which you can't. I can provide the knowledge and insight to help you decide what works best for you. My second point is that unfortunately all real estate statistics, including what I'm about to describe here, involves sold data that are stale. This is especially true if you're relying on internet valuation models which use recorded sales data rather than up-to-date multiple listing service information. Even then, while a sale may be reported as having settled or closed today, The real question is, when was the offer negotiated? Typically, finance sales can take 45 to 60 days to close, so the market today may be different from when the offer was presented. This is especially true as markets change. Up-to-date information, even if not perfect, is important. As far as the actual statistics, there were 6,414 new for sale listings through September 2022, compared to 7,403 through September 2021. That represents a decrease of 13.4%. 
There were 5,496 closed sales through September 2022 compared to 6,041 through September 2021. That's a decrease of 9%. The median selling price through September 22 was an even $300,000 compared to $270,000 through September 2021, an increase of 11%. The decline in the number of newly listed properties impacted the number sold while substantially increasing their selling prices. Again, real estate is a supply and demand commodity. The number of currently available properties, 667, is above last month, meaning August, which was 615. Well below one year ago, 767. The days on the market, 21, is up from last month, again, last month being August, and that number was 16. The sold-to-list price ratio is 99.3%, slightly down, meaning less than 100%, while the MSI, which is the month supply of inventory, rose above one month at 1.2 months, about the same as a year ago. Depending upon whom you believe, some people will tell you that a three-month supply is normal, some people will tell you a six. Either way, a 1.2-month supply is not a lot. Again, these numbers vary throughout the county. The underlying data does show a wide range of results in all categories among the 49 different municipalities in Delaware County. What happens going forward? Only time will tell. In closing, as I always like to say, there is no time for inexperience, empty promises, or false expectations. Hire wisely. We're not all the same. Again, thank you for listening.